You're listening to the Strong Towns Podcast. Welcome to the Week Ahead podcast with Chuck and Rachel. Chuck, you had a really busy week last week, and I am looking forward to hearing about all of those events. Were you able to have at all of a relaxing weekend, though, afterwards? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, we do uh, once a year. My brother, who has two daughters that are the, the same age as my two daughters, um, once a year we take a trip to Wisconsin Dells, which is, you know... Oh. <clears throat> yes. Big like water park mecca, um, indoor mm-hmm. water park kind of thing. And we've done that every fall for the last, I think this is our 11th year in a row we've done this. And it's just fun. It's, it's a good, um, it's a good kind of like benchmark um, with your kids because, mm-hmm. you know, when we first started, Chloe was tiny. I mean, we're like in the kiddie pool the whole time and then pretty soon she's doing the bigger slides and now they've actually gotten to the point where the girls just want to go like, okay, parents see you later. <laughs> and yeah. uh, they, they completely, I mean, even like two years ago, they wanted us there like all the time. Like, would you go on this slide with me? Would you go on this with me? And there's a mm-hmm. little bit of that now, but mostly it's just like, Hey, uh, see ya, you know? <laughs> so yeah. we have a lot of fun and I love, you know, catching up with my brother and his wife and, uh, but no, I got home at like one in the morning on Friday morning, and then we left at 11 in the morning oh, for Wisconsin. Gosh. So, um, yeah, and I had like a long list of family things I had to do before then. So I'm actually uh, scrambling to get uh, get my head back above water, but we'll see. This will be a – I've got a whole week here. Yeah, and, thankfully. Uh, yeah, and then we've got a busy I've got a busy weekend and a busy week next week, but um, you know, try to get caught up. It depending on how many things you guys put on my calendar. That's my that's my big lament now. When you start to get like, you know, competent staff like we have and you yeah, know, all these people start who start to like, add new staff. Yeah. What they do is they fill up your calendar full of things. So you show up on Monday morning like, "Hey, I'm going to get caught up." And then, you know, I'm <laughs> 3 hours of work and I still haven't even open my email. So yeah. Yeah. So last you. week, uh, was some more East coast, uh, events and those began in Ashland, Virginia for, uh, an event hosted by like a Richmond group. Um, how did that one go? That was at a university, right? Yeah. All, all of my time in Virginia was fantastic. Um, we had a really good turnout at that event. Um, I had, I've been dealing with this cold and I had basically like lost my voice. Oh, no. um, yeah, it was. So by the time I got there, I mean, I could hardly, I could hardly talk. And then right away when we started the microphone battery died and that was just it. Right. Oh. So, yeah. So I asked everybody to move up towards the front and uh, it went okay. I mean, we did, it was, I had to do this before, like a couple of years ago. Um, I laid out like five uh, halls <laughs> Mm-hmm. And on the podium, like unwrapped and everything, so I could just grab one. So I did yeah. the whole thing like with a throat lozenge in my mouth, but it went well. I mean, it was it was pretty well attended, and people were really psyched. And we uh, had a hard time getting out of there because people wanted to keep talking, which was yeah. great. Um, but uh, 
we had a really early morning and a long drive uh, when we got done. Um, but it was it was great. And I had not been to uh, Richmond before. And so to be able to uh, chat with people there, uh, see Richmond, get a tour of some of the neighborhoods, um, get a real understanding of some of the things that are going on. Um, it's a great, it's a great city. There's a lot of positive things happening and I feel like I learned a lot. So then it was on to Washington DC for this uh, event that we co-hosted with, uh, the American conservative and Congress for the new urbanism. And how did that go? Uh, that was, that was pretty amazing. Um, I mean, Good. first of all, the we kind of threw place, it together at the last minute. <laughs> we did. Everybody, you know, we called up, uh, kind of Bo and I simultaneously called up people. He he called the American Conservative while I called CNU at the same time, mm -hmm. and they both, you know, within ten seconds said yes, we would love to do this, and so they were very gracious and generous about helping us uh, not only sponsor it but pick out a venue and get it set up and all that. Uh, what an amazing place to talk. Uh, I, I spoke in front of this big portrait. Um, yeah, I'll post one of those pictures because that looked really yeah, that's cool. That's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. It was pretty cool. And, you know, I, I'm not so much a podium guy, but the way this kind of worked out made some sense. And, you know, the room was packed. I mean, every seat was full. There was standing in the back and up the sides. Um, you know, we packed the place. It was It was pretty great. People were enthusiastic. They had a lot of good at the end when we did Q&A. There's a lot of good questions, a lot of good feedback. Um, a fun crowd. You know, I've, I've been to D.C. many times, and I've spoken at different things in D.C. that were more private than public. Mm -hmm. This is really the first time. We did a meetup a couple years, maybe like three years ago. This is the first time I gave a public you know, lecture, a public chat. Um, and uh, Wow really well attended, especially for the fact that we gave people like, you know, two weeks notice. Um, yeah. it was very like quick thrown together thing. So yeah, that was fantastic. And Bo and I got done. Um, and he came, uh, did he come to that? Yeah. Bo was there. And Michelle. Yep. Also and Michelle came. was there. Awesome. Yep. And her husband Edward was there. Yeah. Um, they all helped get things set up and, you know, um, haul in food and, and drink and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, be gracious hosts. Uh, so it was, yeah, it was, they were incredibly helpful. We got done and I had to be at the airport at five thirty the next morning and oh. we got to, Bo had gotten us an Airbnb and we got there at like a little after 11. And I said, dude, we're in Washington DC. <laughs> um, you know, like, have you, like, when was the last time you were here? And he's like, oh, you know, I don't, and he's like, have, when's the last time you saw the Lincoln Memorial? And he's like, ah, oh, it's been a long time. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we drove down and uh, at like midnight, you know, are walking around the mall. And it's just, it's my favorite, it's my favorite time to go, you know, because mm -hmm. um, there's, there's hardly anybody there. It's lit up. It's beautiful. We were, um. The World War II Memorial, they like shut the lights off at midnight, some of the lights. And we were there when that happened. And uh, so it was it was cool. We had a, a nice time and then a very short night, I guess. So last stop was, was Smith College in Northampton, uh, Massachusetts. Uh, how was that event? I loved it. My whole thing started out there with a great tour of the college. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I, I got a tour of the engineering program and all the facilities and met some of the students. Um, 
it was really fantastic. And, you know, I'm, my, um, you know, my engineering background and my, my undergraduate degree was in a much different program, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, for one, you know, co-ed, right? Isn't Smith a woman? Yeah, college? yeah. Smith College <laughs> but is also a women's smaller, college. So yeah. mine was mine was very much co-ed. But you know, like their, uh, in some ways, like their entire class would be like the size of some of my lectures. You know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, at the University of Minnesota, it's not really about intimacy. <laughs> mm. uh, in terms of like you know the professor student ratio and all that, I, maybe some of this has changed. But like you know, as an undergrad, to have a class with 120, 150 people in it was a small class. Um, yeah, you know, calculus was uh, you know over a thousand people were total in this Whoa. In the class that I was in. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we took. I mean, they weren't all in my like my lecture. The, the lecture hall would only hold you know, maybe 300 people. So in my lectures, there were like 250, 300 people in my sections. There was like 40. So you'd have actually like, you know, an hour twice a week with a TA in a class of 40 people. Mm -hmm. That was the intimate part. And then like the exams were in these huge auditoriums with like 1500 people. in it. yeah, it's crazy. That's how you do it at the university of Minnesota. We, uh, you know, as you move along and get into your, you know, kind of core electives, the classes get a little smaller, but I don't think I ever had a class at the University of Minnesota that was less than 30, 30 40 people until I went to graduate school. Then they, then they were small, but not as an undergrad. So was the audience so a, at Smith, was that uh, like a class, a class size, or was it a public lecture type thing? It was a public lecture. Okay. Um so I got, I, I, you know, I got a great tour of the, of the place. I got a great tour of the city, which my gosh, what a, what a great place. Um, and then, uh, you know, we, I had this, the lecture and, you know, it was almost all students. Um, it was in an auditorium. It was, it, they, I don't think it was a required, I, I think they have to attend. Certain, they talked about having to do like a summary. Mm -hmm. So I, I told them, I said, you know, if you go to our website <laughs> at, at curbside chat, you know, there's a, uh, yeah, there's a, uh, there's like a summary of all this written down so you can, you know, and then the, the one professor said, you know, not a, not a transcript, a summary in your own words. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, you know, it's all, no it's all there, but it's a lot to take in at once too. So, mm -hmm. um, but then there were some members of the public, like Stephen Schultes was there, uh, our friend, um, mm -hmm. from Springfield up the road. And uh, some other, you know, members of the public were there. And so, yeah, but it was mostly students. And the students asked almost all the questions when we got done, too, which was fantastic. Like you said, this week you're in the office, but uh, Friday you're heading to Dallas, Texas for an event that are some other good friends of ours uh, who just started a new sort of uh, group called Cultivate Collaborative. They are hosting this event um, that's got you, uh, Kevin Shepard, who's a member, um, Monty Anderson, who we've worked with at the Incremental Development Alliance, Matt Lewis, Amanda Popkin. So a really cool group of people. And it's going to be an all-day workshop with different sessions and things. That's taking place in Dallas on Saturday. Um, and I, there might still be a few tickets available. So if you're in the area, come on over. Uh, but you will need to sign up. And we're having a member meetup Friday night in Dallas oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, I'll post the information about that too. And that is free and you do not need to uh, have a ticket or anything to go to that. 
So I'm at Saturday night. I'm spending the night at my aunt's house. I have a like a dear, sweet, very close aunt. Cool. In um, yeah, in in the Dallas area, and then I'm getting up early Sunday, and I'm flying to LAX. Oh, I'm also doing that. Um, <laughs> why are you going to LAX? <laughs> um, yeah, we're having a, a staff board meeting that I'm really looking forward to. Although we I are. was expecting the California weather to be a little bit warmer than it so far is predicting, but we'll see. Oh, really? It's not predicted to be like. Well, it said like sixties. Oh, come on like now. 70s or 80s, but we'll see. It'll be warmer <laughs> than here, for sure. So uh, a couple times, it, well, actually, we try to do it three or four times a year. We try to get the entire staff together uh, just to look each other in the eyes and, and uh, chat about things and, uh, you know, uh, stuff that you, you can't do as well on a video chat. Um, you know, long extended periods of talking through things and, and talking about stuff. Yeah. And uh, we've we've tried to do it around my travel schedule. So I'm scheduled to be somewhere. Um, you know, can we take a couple of days earlier, a couple of days late, and and do something? I'm scheduled to speak in Monterey, California, a week from this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, all right, we're going to be out. I'm going to be out in California. Can we get everybody out there? And the cool thing was, is you know, we we try to get you and Kia and Max there. Um. Bo and, and Michelle then later said, we can go like, we're happy. We're, we want to go. Um, so I'm like, awesome. We're going to have the entire staff there. Yeah. And then, uh, the board members said they could go. Um, so this is turning out to be a really great, like I'm, I'm super psyched. In Me fact, too. when we get done with this call, I'm going to spend the rest of the afternoon working on, um, I've got the agenda done for like a couple of weeks now, but I want to kind of touch up some of the things and, uh, do some last minute prep because this is going to be great. I love getting, getting together with the whole band. It's just fun. Yeah, definitely. So, um, on that note, we will not have a Monday podcast next week because we'll be deep in the throes of meeting and planning the future of strong towns. But, uh, I was thinking about bringing my podcast gear and then I thought, you know, really, we're not like, I'm looking at, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the agenda and I'm like, yeah, we don't have any time. Like, there's no, there's no time. Yeah. yeah. Plus, we have too yeah. much other stuff to do. You really. know, everybody yeah. would want to be on the podcast, and then it would be a podcast of like nine people who are most of them pretty loud people. So I think that would be a pretty crazy podcast. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty incoherent. Yeah. Maybe someday. Mm-hmm. Um, but so on Maybe that someday. note, I did want to mention, like Chuck said, he's going to be in Monterey, California, Wednesday, November eighth, as part of the Monterey Bay Economic Partnership Conference. Um, and you can get more information about that on our website if you're in the area as well. Um, this week on our site, we're doing something a little bit different from our usual stuff. We're trying something new. We are republishing some of our favorite best content of all time on the site all week, um, kind of a barrage of best hits. And we've gone through all of these pieces and, you know, re-edited them, added good graphics and just generally, um, improved them so that they are there for you to share. So our goal with this week is to double our readership. Um, we want to bring in a whole bunch of new people reading strong towns and that's why we're, we're putting our best stuff out there. So if you head to our site and find something that you love, uh, please just take a minute to share it with a friend, whether that's via email or, Facebook or, you know, literally having a conversation with someone about it. That that's honestly the best thing. Um, we would love your help in spreading strong towns to the world. 
And uh, if you don't see your favorite piece running this week, of course, also, please feel free to, you know, head to our archives and just find that and reshare it. We're not going to rerun our podcast this week. So uh, if you've got a favorite podcast, definitely share that with somebody, too. Our audience is astounding to me. I mean, our podcast audience is almost triple this year, what it was at the beginning oh, cool. of the year. Our um, site, uh, strongtowns.org, we're up. Uh, I, I want to say we're approaching like 50% up. Um, the numbers are just huge. And, and you know, I, I gave a stat. I, I don't know if I gave it here or not, but I've been using it because I looked it up specifically. Um, two years ago, we always track the trailing 12-month readership. So mm-hmm. how many people over the last 12 months have read the site? How many unique, how many different people? And a, a year ago or two years ago, that was 275,000, which I didn't go back further than that, but 275,000 was huge mm-hmm. compared to what it had been the year before and the year before that. I mean, that's a huge number. Um, right now today, our, tra- our trailing 12-month readership, how many different people have uh, have read our content over the last 12 months is over a million. Mm-hmm. Um, that th- with that type of growth, um, basically three out of four people have never seen, uh, unless they've intentionally gone out and looked for it. Three out of four people who read our stuff have never seen, uh, some of the best stuff we've ever published, mm-hmm. right? Some of the stuff from, uh, 2015 and 2014 and 2013, the stuff that really was like the foundational, uh, growth of this yeah. movement, uh, a lot of that stuff they've never seen. And so, you know, we're, uh, about cultural change. We're about changing the conversation. That means that we need to talk about this stuff differently. And so having a week where we could share, uh, some of this stuff that you maybe have not seen mm-hmm. before. Uh, give you an opportunity as a as a reader as a listener um, to identify you know basically the stuff that you most closely identify with be able to turn around then and use it as a way to introduce strong towns to someone else hey there's this group uh, they're doing some really important work I thought this would be important for you and I thought you'd find value in it here's something I want to share yeah. with you and if we can do that um, that's how movements grow right? That's how, uh, change happens. That's our model of change. So, uh, if you have a chance this week, do what you can to, uh, to help us reach some new people and expand your circle of, of friends talking about strong towns. Definitely. So I would also like to welcome and thank the newest people who joined us last week as members. Russ Beaton of McMinnville, Oregon, Mark Danielson of Minneapolis, Minnesota, Jasmine Leak of Stockton, California, John Link of Milton, Florida, John Pelletier of Newtonville, Massachusetts, John Rasmussen of Hicksville, New York, Amanda Soskin of Champaign, Illinois, Joe Steinbron of St. Paul, Minnesota, and Greg Strong of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thank you guys for joining us and for supporting this mission. And I don't know Greg Strong. Yeah, we got uh, several of, Minnesota uh, people here. Yeah. yeah, we got three this week. That's fantastic. I don't know Greg Strong. I hope I get to meet Greg Strong, but I just like the idea of someone whose name yes. is Strong. Being this a movement is made for of him. Strong <laughs> Thank you for being a member. Thank you for uh, you know all the all the support. It it's huge. Um you know, we're having these conversations with people who are interested in helping us uh, expand to the next level and to be able to basically say, you know, we're approaching 2000 members. Um, we have this really solid base of support. 
um, it's huge. It, it makes all the difference in the world. So thank you so much. And another way that you can help spread this message and uh, give us a little boost is by reviewing us on iTunes, which just takes like a second if you want to just give a star review um, or, you know, 30 seconds a minute if you want to write a, a little note. We really appreciate those. And all of those help get our podcast um, in front of more eyes within like podcast uh, platforms. So uh, if you haven't already reviewed us, we'd love it if you'd take a second to do that and help us spread this message uh, via our podcast. So I'm sitting with my brother uh, at the Great Wolf Lodge in Wisconsin mm -hmm. Dells. And uh, I can't remember what we were we, – somehow we got on the topic of podcasts and he was you know, saying which ones he listened to. And I, I said something like, you know, hey, well, you listen to the Strong Towns podcast, right? And he's like, what? Do you have a podcast? <laughs> Um, yeah. And I mean, cut my brother some slack because it's, you know, I don't like, I don't go at Christmas and like hand out my books. And, yeah. Uh, Every know. time a podcast runs, you're <laughs> like not I'm, published. Not yeah, no, I don't do that. I don't do that. Right. Like I don't bombard him with stuff. And he, he is like one of these guys who is allergic to social media. So he is not like, you could do a search for my brother and like, I, you won't even find him like in a Google search. He is Mr. Absent Man from like, you know, the okay. digital world. So anyway, yeah, that's his deal. So he has, uh, he, he, uh, looked up on his phone, the Strong Nouns podcast. And of course it has a review things and he clicked on reviews. Um, so he's, he's scrolling down and he's like, wow, this is really impressive. Cause there's a five-star review, five-star review, five-star yeah. review. There's a whole, there's like a long list of, of five-star reviews, which is really cool. Thank you so much. Thanks guys. <laughs> but then there's like someone with like a one-star review. And so yeah, he starts a couple jerks out there. <laughs> <laughs> he starts reading it out loud. Um, and it was, it was hilarious because it was, you know, I don't know who the guy who hosts this thing is, but he talks, you know, way too much. And what do I care about? you know, his, uh, personal life and what he did. And they just like went on totally ripped me like just, you know, this guy. And it was, it was, and my brother Brett got a kick out of that. He thought that was hilarious. Wow. Um, Easy so, brother. Yeah. So that makes sense. So, uh, so go and give a review. If you can give a, a four or five star review, wonderful. If you can only give us a one or two star review, you'll make my brother happy. Uh, go ahead and do that as well. As well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So I think that's all we have for you today, but, um, we'll have another podcast on Thursday and yeah, wish us well on our upcoming staff and board retreat. I'm really excited. Hey, let me that. ask you this. Yes. Um, what have you been reading? Oh, what have I been reading lately? Um, you know, I've been reading a lot of like religious and theological stuff. That's not relevant. Really? To downs, but I, I'll bring me a book. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. Um, what is the one I've been recently reading? It's like a memoir uh, that talks about different female religious leaders of like a whole variety of religions, um, kind of through the lens of this one person's like religious journey. Uh, yeah, a lot of like feminist theology right now. And cookbooks. I got to get ready for the holidays. So I'm already like, what am I cooking for Christmas? I try to do Seriously? like some homemade gifts. Some got to put right. that. Yeah. I've been doing, I, I, I must admit that, um, I've not quite gotten to the, uh, you know, culling together recipe phase mm -hmm. of the Christmas baking season, but well, I have, have like, I have your gotten, standard list or do you incorporate new ones each year? Oh, 
Oh, I incorporate new ones each year. Yeah. I have kind of like a, no, I have a rotation of like 20 standards and then I try to try like, I I, I try like two or three new ones each year. Nice. And yeah, the ones that are good, um, you know, I keep most of them, you know, are like one year kind of things and then they, they go away. Um, I'm, I'm really trying to, I, the last few years I've been really working on candies. Mm. So those are, like those are challenging. Cause if oh my you gosh, they're do tough. them to the wrong yeah. temperature, you can like totally ruin the entire batch. They're, they're a big challenge. And I've been, I've been, this is, this is really going to sound sick. Like the person who gave me the one star review, if they're still listening, will be like, why are, why, why? <laughs> um, I, I've been watching, I watch a couple of YouTube videos on people making uh, chocolates just because I'm like, how, how do people who really know how to do, because for me, you know, most of my baking has been me iteratively trying to figure out year after year, like, how did my grandma do this? And then like, when I get it to where it tastes like the way I remember it, I'm like, okay, that's what it is. Yeah. So my cookbooks all have like notes in the margins and things crossed off and it looks a little bit like, you know, and you, you uh, read the Harry Potter books. Oh, yeah. And the Half-Blood Prince where, like, he gets the uh, uh, the potions yeah. book and there's all the things in the margins. Yeah, all the notes. I'm like, that's what all of my cookbooks look like. It's like, you know, squish it, don't cut it, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's cool, though. So, like, my mom passed on to me one of her old cookbooks and it had notes in it like, this yeah. recipe was bad or, like, double the sauce on this recipe. <laughs> and that's really useful. Yeah. Then I don't have to waste my time making that bad recipe. No, totally. Exactly. That's exactly what I've done. And because I don't bake like all the time, like my gra- I got my grandmother's recipes and, uh, they're, they're I mean, it's just beautiful. They're beautiful, but my grandmother, her recipes are just like a list of ingredients. Oh yeah. Um, like no, no notes on how to prepare it. Like, you know, do this for 10 minutes and do this, you know, put this in the oven for, f- no, there's none wow. of that. It's just like, here's the ingredients because she knew, like once you got the ingredients, she knew what to do. Well, I'm like a buffoon. Like, I don't know what to do, grandma. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't grow up. Like nobody taught me this stuff. So I'm trying to figure this stuff out, you know, after <laughs> she's passed away, I'm like, how do I make this thing work? And there's not so, even like a picture that you can be like, okay, this, it should look like this. That would give you all there is, is this memory in the back of my mind as to what it actually tasted like. Yeah. It's kind of a fun challenge so, though. Well, I've been doing this for, you know, over 20 years and I've gotten really good at like parts of it, but parts of it, I'm just not. And a few years ago it was fudge. Like I could not get, mm-hmm. I probably had like a 50% success rate on fudge. And, um, I've gotten that up to like, I'm, I've gotten pretty good at fudge now. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I found the right recipes and I've found the right process and I'm nice, but the, the chocolates I've been trying, like, Last year, some of them turned out like, oh my gosh, this is so good. And then other ones like, ah, I can't share this with anybody. This is really, I had one that was like supposed to be like an orange marshmallowy kind of thing. Mm. And like, it was so much orange. It made you gag. It was just like horrible. Like, oh my gosh, this is, this is like eating 50 condensed oranges in your mouth at one. (laughs) Like I just, so yeah, so I've been, I've been, uh, I've been mentally preparing um, cause we got three inches of snow here last Friday. I don't know if you got snow oh, there. Yeah. Or, but... Um, no, no snow here, but my parents were also reporting that in Minneapolis. So it's like yeah, winter wonderland already. Yeah. No, I'm looking out the window and there's like wisps of snow, like around the foundation of the houses and stuff. And like my neighbor has like a, like a 
touch of snow on their back stoop, mm-hmm. but it's all gone. Oh. Yeah, it's it's it all melted, and it it will. If it's you know, there's a little bit of like snow in the air coming down, but just because it's cold. Yeah. Um, but we're not ready for. We're not flooding the skating rink and getting the sleds out yet. It'll be a few weeks yet. A couple weeks at least. Yeah. Um, so uh, that reminds me, Halloween. Um, happy Halloween to all of our listeners. And I hope you guys have fun trick-or-treating. I always feel like that's a good uh, way to observe uh, how easy it is to walk in your neighborhood. You know, it's the one night of the year when, like, everybody's out walking. So um, if you're out trick-or-treating with your kids... Uh, Think about think about some strong towns concepts as you're out there. So last year was our first year in the new house yeah. here, and um, yeah, we were told like you're going to get a ton of trick or treaters, which which I knew because this is where I would come in to trick or treat. You know, we'd leave the farm and come in here and hang out with my friends and trick or treat mm-hmm. here. So last year we had a really fun time. The girls were great. Uh, I ran out of candy at like eight o'clock. Uh-oh. Um, and we had tons. I mean, we had way more than I'd ever imagined. Mm-hmm. So this year I like doubled what I had last year. I think I had like 600, 700 pieces last oh year gosh. and I wound up, I wound up having to skimp. Like I would give like these little tiny pieces yeah, to like people. One I'm like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. At some point it got that bad because I'm like, I'm totally running out and there's two hours of trick or treating left. So this year I have 1400. <laughs> I just have I just have bags and bags and bags of candy. Um, it's insane. Um, but the cool part is that both of my kids, like without asking even for permission, you know, which I think this is like we've gotten to a good place now in this house. They both have informed us that they're having a bunch of friends over to go trick-or-treating in the mm-hmm. neighborhood because their friends all want to come over and go trick-or-treating in our neighborhood. Nice. So. I'm going to have uh, like six or eight girls here tomorrow night and they'll be out uh, spooky around the neighborhood. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, Happy Halloween and have a great week. We need your help. If you think the strong town's message is important, don't keep it to yourself. Pass it on. You can get more information and sign up to be a member of strong towns at strongtowns.org.